0: Oikos Podcast, Sustainability Conversations. Hello listeners, welcome to this podcast. My name is Brian Gallagher and I'm a doctoral student at Simon Fraser University in Vancouver, Canada. And I'm a participant at the Oikos Young Scholars Organizations Academy in Appenzell, Switzerland. And our academy focus is on organizations and cultural sustainability. And my guest today is Dr. Davide Ravazi. Davide is an associate professor of management at Bocconi University. He's an associate editor of the Journal of Management and a member of the editorial board of the Academy of Management Journal, Academy of Management Review and Strategic Organization. Hello Davide, good to have you here. In this beautiful rural location in Switzerland, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for inviting
0: me. So uh, could you please tell us more about your your recent research and how does this fit into our academy topic on organizations and cultural sustainability? You would say that, that the part of my research that maybe fits more with
1: this, with this academy is my interest on uh, interest for the, the culture and identity of organizations and how it relates to organizational and strategic change.
0: The uh, Oikos Academy uses the notion of, of fascination-driven research uh, to describe your motivation. And what exactly do you mean by that?
1: Well, I mean that <laughs> throughout my career I just jump into different and, and often very loosely correlated uh, related uh, research project, just because I was fascinated by them. And uh, now the big debate is about whether research should be more phenomenon driven or more theory driven. Well, I, I made the. I, I didn't choose between the two. I just followed what 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 seemed to be most interesting to me at the time, which is risky because sometimes you jump into a research setting just because you find it fascinating. But then the problem is that if you want to publish research you have to, uh, to have a theoretical framing. Which is what I think one of the problems that that, that research on, on cultural sustainability, environmental sustainability, climate change is facing is at the moment. Uh, it is not yet considered uh, a theoretical issue worth addressing per se in the main journals. So if you want to publish on these issues in the top journals uh, you have to find a different framing. Uh, so, uh, environmental sustainability responses to climate change uh, should be used as a setting to investigate some broader issues in organizational change, cultural changes, strategy, or other phenomena.
0: So, would you have done things differently uh, looking back? Would you still do kind of fascination driven research?
1: Probably yes, because I think you need to be passionate about what you do. Uh, m- perhaps I would have been—I would have been a little more selective, uh, because I realize now that there were many studies that I did that uh, I didn't really have the time to follow up. Uh, so I learned a lot of things,
0: but I have published half of what I learned, probably maybe less. So in your uh, presentation to our academy, you mentioned your. Concerned about environment and social issues in your private life, and you're looking forward to uh, considering incorporating sustainability issues more into your research agenda. Uh, and how could uh, you see this transition looking like or how could you do this? In the short term, um, I may
1: consider I think that the easiest thing for me to 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 do more research on this would be to team up with people that have access to setting, maybe have already gathered data. And to uh, contribute with my understanding of methodology and especially with the theory of organization and identity dynamics. So um, that, that would be the short the short term the short term. And um, in the long term, uh, uh, a theme that is fascinating me is that what was the what what originated the title for this academy the cultural sustainability, which in my view uh, is about the sustainability of traditions of practices, of identities which is something we, we, at least in management, we don't seem to care much about we talk about the sustainability of the environment because to some extent we are all touched by climate changes but we seem to care a little less about whether the diffusion of the, the the modes of consumption and production that we are somehow I won't say imposing but extending throughout the world uh, are destroying or, or, or seriously threatening the survival of uh, uh, various different ways of being, ways of doing things, ways of thinking that characterize other societies, other forms of relationship with nature, with production, with consumption. Your own work points exactly to this issue. Uh, To what extent are we uh, forcing uh, indigenous communities to betray their own cultural values and identities to embrace our market-based economy and to what extent can they reconcile their traditions and their values in order to find a economically sustainable position within the system of production that we are, in this case, probably imposing them. So I think this is this is an interesting issue, and I think that as your own as your own research suggests, we management scholars have some things to say, and uh, well, that
0: that that might be my long term long term uh, research effort. And would you suggest to, to maybe some of the listeners here that that could be kind of a, uh, a good kind of longer term focus for other people as well or an emerging theme that's starting to come out more? I, I, I wouldn't suggest it. I mean if I were
1: if, if you're wise you don't do these things because uh, unfortunately <laughs> we are not <laughs> rewarded for uh, doing research on things that are relevant or things that matter to to, to, re- to the real world. We are rewarded for doing research that conforms to established theories so it's a risky thing it's a very risky thing it means starting a new conversation in management and and and, and starting a new conversation in management uh, it's not easy so uh, if, if i if i had to be practical and give you wise advice don't do it but Otherwise, if you if you think this this matters to your heart, then by all means, please do it because we need more people to do this kind of things. So and maybe the more people will do it, and the easier it will be to start a conversation, even in the mainstream
0: academia. And I guess you're you're willing to be a part of that um, kind of creating of the conversation. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm pretty good at organizing events where
1: people meet, have fun, party, good dinners, and. Debate about serious things, new things, and try to come up with new ideas and see if we can get them established in this uh, stuffy world where sometimes we have to
0: to operate. So, as a European scholar, you've had quite a bit of a, dec- uh, a great track record, actually, in American top journals, and you serve as an editor uh, for several. In your view, uh, what are the challenges you see that kind of young scholars, particularly European, face? In, in publishing kind of s- sustainability oriented work um, in top tier journals well I think that coming from Europe from the
1: average European school like like I did essentially we miss two things uh, we miss the craft uh, now things are different because young the uh, younger scholars have a have the possibility to have supervisors that know how things are done. Well, when I grew up, I, none of my supervisors knew anything about how to um, how to publish international journals. The thing is that the craft you need to publish on organization studies, for instance the traditional European journals, human relations, are quite different from the it's quite different from the craft that you need to publish in the top American journals no? AMJ, Org Science, ASQ so I think that if you aim for those journals the American ones uh, one of the main problems is to, to get rid of the uh, European, European way of writing papers and learn how to write more structured, more crisp Maybe less insightful, maybe less deep. I don't know, uh, but 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 more analytical, more structured, more conventional, if you want to, because that's what 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 these these journals want, and that's what Journal of Management Studies is looking for, actually. Yeah. So we are we are really trying to move towards a more balanced, uh, uh, even if we are still classified as European, we're trying to move towards a more balanced. Um, to welcome papers in, in, in different traditions. And, and second we miss the, the network, uh, let's face it. Um, publishing is also a social process and uh, having a chance to incorporate the feedback of smart, knowledgeable, expert, senior people in your field helps a lot in producing a stronger manuscript. And if you're based in Europe, you have much fewer opportunities to meet these people, get in contact with these people, establish a relationship, and to the point that you can have a a, a good feedback from them. I, not, I noticed that that has been very important for me, but uh, it, it really requires a to be proactive to make an effort while right? if you're based in one of the leading universities in the United States you almost naturally have a chance to meet one of these
0: wonderful persons every other week just to have a chat and talk about your work So is there tension in, in writing these two different styles and being in these two different worlds or can people um, bridge both of them? Um, I don't know I, I, I think that I think that you should really
1: you should really uh, learn. Like the wise, the wise advice would be to learn the, the the dominant style of the journal where you're trying to publish. If you send an article written in an AMJ style to Organization Studies, I'm not sure you're going to get going to be published. And just just as the reverse. And I'm not saying that uh, uh, that there's good and bad, and uh, the one is worse and the other one is is is, is better. I'm just saying that if you're in Europe and you want to publish in American journals, you have to learn to write like the Americans do, or, or, or not, to write articles according to the style that is dominant in those journals. Uh, that may not be a, an absolutely necessary requirement, but it certainly makes it easier to get published. That's That's all I'm saying.
0: And for North American listeners, is there any advantage you see for people um, to take maybe a closer look at kind of European um, places of publication. Well, I would say that that
1: the European journals have probably been being more uh, open and receptive to new ideas, uh, being more open and receptive to to intellectual stimuli coming from um, from uh, other fields, other fields of the social sciences. Uh, so that's where the interesting, in my in my my experience, that's where the interesting stuff can be found. I think there's, uh, um, if I have to look at at, at my own field, identity and, and culture, I think that together, uh, different traditions have produced uh, very interesting s- insights that, if combined, certainly give us a a, a, a richer, uh, a richer understanding of the phenomenon. I mean, mm, without. Uh, European scholars and research published in European journals, we wouldn't understand identity dynamics as well as we do now, and 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 vice versa. I mean, if, if we only had a look at the identity stuff published on European journals, we would miss a lot of of uh, of the identity phenomenon. So, I think that there is certainly, and, and, I, and I really mean it. I mean, there's um, both communities even if these communities are getting more and more integrated have a lot to learn to to from from one another and it's just a matter of being more open and receptive rather than defending our own turf like oh there's a european tradition there's an american tradition as if they were incompatible or they couldn't talk to one another Well, they can because but uh, but, but that's a very personal view i mean we should maybe be a little less obsessed with theory and a bit more concerned with the phenomena that we're trying to explain and stop using theories as a, an excuse to, to defend uh, little turfs and try to actually be more open to bridging and, and dialogue.
0: Great, well that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Davide, thank you very much for, for joining me, uh, this was a podcast with Davide Vervazi by uh, Oikos International. More information on the Young Scholars Academies can be found on their website oikosinternational.org academic. And thank you once again. Thank you.
1: Oikos Sustainability Conversations